Welcome to Change Agents, brought to you by Lisa Dunn with Remax Results. Lisa is a licensed real estate agent and senior real estate specialist in the state of Minnesota. Lisa works with older adults to help them upsize and downsize. And now, here's Lisa Dunn. Welcome to the show. With me in the studio, as always, is the producer here at Minnesota Podcasting, Marshall Saunders. Hi, Lisa. How's it going? Well, hello. I'm awesome. How are you? Very good. So good. this is episode number one. I'm so excited. We've got a lot of things to teach people. Fantastic. Yeah. Great uh, things to come. That's sure. right. I'm very excited. Great to be with you. So what are we talking about today? So today, I thought the inaugural episode would be about what seniors need to know before they put their house on the market. Gotcha. Well, that's a good thing to know. Yeah, you know, the the market has gotten so hot that all of the bad actors that are out there in the real estate market are coming out of hibernation. So it's really important to make sure that people are armed and have the information they need so that they can make good decisions. But why should I listen to you? Who are, who are you to tell me about this? What's your background? I know a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> so our specialty, me and my team, we specialize in helping older adults. And I've been licensed for 17 years. And every minute of those 17 years, I've been in and around aging issues and have been elbows deep in understanding what seniors need to know so that they can be smart consumers. Wow. So you do know what you're talking about. I'd like to think so. All right. Well, I will come at it from the opposite direction because I have no idea what you're talking about. So you know what? Uh, we'll even each other out, I hope. Perfect. You know, when I think of people growing older, I... the the first thing that pops into my head is not necessarily a real estate agent. Like, mm -hmm. what does a real estate agent do uh, in not only in this situation, but just in general? Like, what, what do they bring to the table? Okay, so let me start with the baseline of what most real estate agents have in common. When you hire a real estate agent, one of the things that they'll do for you is an independent price analysis of your home. They'll do a market analysis and help you strategize and figure out the best list price for your home. We also are required every year to stay up on all of the laws and all of the required disclosures that homeowners have to make. Mm. And would you believe that those change every year? Yeah, so it's our job to make sure that homeowners stay out of trouble and get all of those disclosures made that they're required to make. We also help homeowners identify who the potential buyer is for their home and market their home to as many people as possible. And, you know, the more people that you have a home exposed to, the chances of getting a higher price increase exponentially. I so guess we, that's supply and demand, it right? Is, the, yep. the more demand you create through knowledge, the... Economics, economics 101. <laughs> so we also help interpret contracts. You know, there's a team of about 13 attorneys that make up these standard contracts that we use mm. for in the state of Minnesota. And what the contract says and what it means in real life can be <laughs> hard to interpret. So we help interpret the pros and cons of the contracts. And probably the most important thing that we do throughout the process of the transaction is offer representation. Sure. It's our job to jump in the ring and represent our client's best, best interest. Everything that they say that they want, we jump into the ring and arm wrestle and try to get those things for them. 
So, so you work for your client. We work for our client exclusively. And we also help negotiate inspection requests. If a buyer asks you to replace the furnace, it's important to understand what that means. And do you really need to replace it? Mm. By the way, most of the time, the answer is no. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that's what you do for everybody. We do that right? for everybody. And this is kind of the common playing field. This is what most realtors start with. Um, and in addition to this list, we'll vet the buyer's financing. We'll make sure that the people, the person who wrote the offer for your home can actually buy the home. And then we'll make sure that the title company gets your name off of all of the paperwork and puts the buyer's name on so that at the time of closing, the homeowner really is done with the home. But then in addition to all of those things, a real estate agent who specializes in working with seniors does some things that are particular to helping older adults move. So for example, we've had a lot of clients in the last year or so that may have had a mortgage that they had on their home a long time ago. They've paid it off and they've owned their home for years. Hmm. Or maybe they had a home equity line of credit, or maybe they refinanced their home. A lot of our clients did a lot of this financial maneuvering right around 2009, (laughs) 10, and 11. And what that means is today, when we go to make sure that there's no liens on the property, that all the mortgages are paid off and the home equity line of credit is paid off, there's no bank to make sure that those things are sure, paid off. They're gone. <laughs> they're gone. They went belly up during the recession. So one of the things we do in working with older adults that have lived in their homes for a long time is we do the title work before we ever even list the home. Hmm. So our clients are never surprised at the time of closing. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. So we offer red carpet service. And that means it doesn't matter if your home is a $5 million home or if your home is a $100,000 home, you get the same service with us no matter who you are. We also understand the senior housing market. So what that means is if you are just at the beginning of your process and you need to figure out where to move to, we understand where the openings are, who's building new buildings, and where the wait lists are. So we can help you understand how long it's going to take yeah, for I've your move horrible. to happen. You hear incredible stories about how long these wait lists are, two, three years sometimes? That's true. In this market, wow. we are seeing really long wait lists. And worst of all, if you put your house on the market and don't understand what the wait list is, <laughs> you might find yourself staying at an extended stay hotel because you don't have somewhere to move to. Move in with the kids. Right. right? <laughs> and the other thing that we do is we often are working with vulnerable adults. So some of our clients are looking on applying for medical assistance. They need help with figuring out how to manage the logistics of their stuff if they've lived in their home for a long time. And let's say they haven't been keeping up on the maintenance because they have been experiencing some physical challenges. We can expose them to an investor network because, again, the more people that you have looking at your home, the better you will do when it comes time to figure out the sale price. I suppose a lot of times you're not only dealing with the older seller, but you're also dealing with their family, right, who might have a vested interest in making sure that uh, mom or dad is taken care of. And I know a lot of times uh, older uh, adults might rely on their kids sometimes to look over contracts and to look over things. So I, I suppose you're dealing with them just oftentimes just as much as you are with the 
uh, the actual client, right? In the best case scenarios, there are adult children involved. Unfortunately, adult children are often in their peak earning years. Mm -hmm. So they've got very demanding jobs. They probably have kids at home, plus they're trying to help their parents. Plus, they may not even live in state. They might live across the country somewhere. So yes, in the best case scenario, we also get to work with the family. How do you get the highest price for a house? I mean, what, what, how do you, I mean, I suppose that, that question applies to anybody, right? Not just older adults, but how do you work that out? Well, it depends on what our clients' goals are, when they want to move, where they want to move to, and if getting the highest price really is their goal. A lot of times with older adults, their primary goal is just to get to their new place. And oftentimes our clients don't want to do a lot of changes to the home before they move, which is perfectly okay. Our job is to make sure that the goals of our clients get met. And for some of our clients, that's getting the highest price. So we're very particular about the kinds of improvements or changes they make to their home. And for some of our clients, they say, we just want to sell our house without making any changes at all. And that's perfectly okay. Now, when they're talking about moving on to a different place, and and sometimes they are these uh, retirement or or, uh, what do they call aging in place Mm -hmm. type places where Mm -hmm. you kind of move into maybe a townhome or a condo Mm -hmm. that's almost, you know, totally independent living. And then, you know, you can move on from there to more assisted uh, levels. So you have kind of an insight into what areas and which ones are kind of would fit them as far as economically or personality wise and you kind of know who's uh, in charge of those places? I do. I know most of the marketing directors by name of each senior housing building. We also have a website with senior housing's places listed called the seniorhousingsearch.com. One of the biggest challenges for our clients is figuring out should they own or should they rent? And if they are looking for senior housing, what kinds of services do they want? What kind of lifestyle do they want? Where do they want to be? And what kind of price range are they in? So we can help guide them and get, get them started on that process of looking for senior housing. Wow, that's quite a journey. It is quite a journey. It's a big step. Right. Now, I know that in the news lately, especially kind of real estate related news, a lot of people are talking about what they call I buyers. And from my understanding of what an I buyer is, it's uh, I know that a uh, big name is Open Door and then also Zillow, the the common website zillow.com has something called Zillow offers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a number of these I buyers out there and and even some real estate agents that you oftentimes see marketing as guaranteed offers or a, they are basically kind of backed by an iBuyer of one sort or another. And an iBuyer, basically, you go to their website and you say, hey, this is my house. This is where I live. And sometimes just right there, right on the website, it'll tell you how much they'd buy your house for. And, of course, there's caveats of inspections and, you know, if there's anything here or there or whatever. And sometimes those offers come down. I, I don't think they ever go up when someone <laughs> takes a closer look at the house. But uh, uh, so how does that affect dealing with seniors? Seniors are often within the group of people that are very interested in getting their home sold quickly with the least amount of inconvenience possible. Mm-hmm. However, if you think back to what we just talked about a minute ago, that you will always get the best price for your home when it's exposed to the biggest number of people possible. There's just no exception to that rule. 
The danger is when there's one person that approaches an older adult and says, I'd like to make an offer for your home, and the senior is willing to take that price without exposing their home to the marketplace as a whole. They don't have any comparison. There hasn't been an independent review of the price. And it's not the homeowner that's setting the price now. It's the person who's making the offer. Nowhere else in the marketplace does a one buyer get to set the price of a home. And I can guarantee without exception, it will not be the highest price that they can get for their home. Well, one kind of just needs to look at the whole thing kind of logically, right? Here is the, a company and they come in and they want to make, you know, probably moderate changes, as few changes as they can to the home and then resell it at a higher price. So therefore, you know, their their vested interest is to get it at the lowest possible price. Right. And I'm certainly not besmirching these companies. I, I think that's fine and that's uh, but it might not be in the seller's best interest financially. Yeah, and let's be clear, any homeowner can sell their home any way that they choose to. You do not have to go the traditional route right. of working with a real estate agent. Uh, my purpose today is to make sure that you know that when you do choose to sell your home with one of these instant offers, it may not be the best scenario for you. Doing your homework is going to pay dividends in spades, not just with the price of the home, but with the price that you pay for inspection, the time of closing, who represents you, and how you control your destiny as you make the move into senior housing. And you made a reference to the recent housing recession, 2008, 9, 10. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are sitting in their house with possibly an under estimate of what their house is worth because they were used to that housing recession, you know, brought them down to levels that they never thought it would go down to. And they know it's recovered, but they might not know fully how much it's recovered since then. There are some companies that take advantage of that lack of understanding of how truly, you know, kind of hot the market is at this point. There absolutely is. And, you know, we had an experience, um, one of our clients that we were looking to list their home. We came up with an independent market analysis, gave them the comparables, showed them where we thought the house would sell for, and then gave them the list price, which was a little higher than where we thought the house would sell. And they went through one of these other groups that gave them an offer from online, never seeing the house. And the next step, after giving them the price for the house, they wanted to do an inspection. And after the inspection process, they were given a line item estimate of each item that came up on the inspection and what each one of those line, line right. items would cost. And then they subtracted all right. of those line items from the top price, and the resulting offer was much, much lower than the initial offer they gave them before they saw the house. Mm -hmm. For our client, it was a difference of $40,000 oh, wow. between what we could get for them on the open market and what they would have ended up with with an instant offer. And that could be the difference of several years in a um, some sort of assisted living or, or independent living uh, place. I mean, I know that they can be expensive at times, but insurance covers part of that and so on. $40,000 can make a difference between a really nice place to live and a place that you're not quite so excited about. Sure. 
Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really something. Now, do you lump the cash buyers into this? Is that kind of a similar experience? What they have in common with these I buyers is anytime one person looks at your home and makes an offer on your home without your home being exposed to numerous people, you will not receive as much money for your home as you could otherwise. The advantage of those companies, what they talk about is, we want to give you an offer and you don't have to do anything to your home and we'll buy it and we'll close quickly. Well, guess what? A real estate agent worth their salt can do that for you too. Mm -hmm. We can get your house sold without you having to make any repairs to your home. But the difference is your real estate agent will expose your home to a sea of investors and try to get as many offers for your home as possible, again, so that you're maximizing the equity that you've earned over the years. And it is in your real estate agents, if one is to only look at profit motive, to get the highest price for your home because they are based on usually uh, paid on a commission. That's right. So every $10,000 more that they get for your house is more money for them. Whereas an investor or an iBuyer or what have you, the opposite is true. Their profit motive is very much to get the lowest possible price for your home because they're looking at the difference between what they buy it from you and what they sell it to somebody else from. So uh, the at least a realtor's profit motive is in line with your motive as a seller. The iBuyers and the cash investors and so on, it's the opposite. Now, I know a lot of very good, reputable uh, companies that that try to buy homes like this, and and you know we're we're certainly not besmirching that entire uh, group of people. We are friends with and network with investors all the time, and they right. do a great job. We just want to get all of our investor friends in your home at the same time and get them competing against each other, <laughs> so right. that you benefit from that. The other thing that uh, you may have seen recently with what's happening in the real estate market is it's very likely you have received either a telephone call or received something in the mail that says, we have a buyer for your home. Right. Um, that's kind of in the same category as this. Very likely that's a real estate agent who's marketing to you, and very likely they may have an, another agent in their office who has a buyer. But really, this is just good old-fashioned marketing. This is how real estate agents want to reach out to you, develop a relationship with you in hopes of listing your home. So while it's fine to call those agents because they indeed may have a buyer for you, here's what I'd like you to know. Anytime you work with one agent who is also working with the buyer, that agent is not going to represent just your interests. You really want a different agent with a different brokerage working with you so that they can represent your interests. So get yourself an, a real estate agent that represents you so that when you get one of those postcards, you can pass that postcard off to your agent and they can follow up for you because then you've got somebody in your corner of the ring representing you. So what other things, I don't want to say scams, uh, because it's not always a scam, but th there might be things to look out for. What other things should a seller look out for in this situation? So if you're preparing to sell your home, another thing to watch for is a postcard or a very official looking piece of mail that you get with the perforated edges on the side that you have to tear off to open. 
And inside that very official looking piece of mail might be something that says, if you're getting ready to sell your home, you must have a copy of the current deed for your home. Send us $90 and we'll send you a copy of your deed. Ah. (laughs) So, and in Minnesota, you do not need a copy of the deed. You do not need even the abstract. If you've got an old abstract for your home, those long legal stacks of paper that show the history of who has owned the home, you don't need that. So certainly you could get a copy of your deed if you wanted it, and you can get it for a couple dollars at the county where your home is located. Do not send this company $90 to get a copy of your deed because it's just not necessary. (laughs) <laughs> and so they're making about an $80 profit on that $90. Uh, they are. What other kind of creative, let's put quotes around that, creative ways of getting your business should you be looking out for from either agents or companies? You know, the other thing that I've heard a lot from our clients is somebody rolling by in their car once the for sale sign is up saying, hey, what do you have your house listed for? And can I come in and look at it? Uh, I see I just, it's on the market. I'm, I was just passing. By. I have no ill intent whatsoever. Yeah. So when you hire a real estate agent to represent you, the best thing that you can do is tell those folks that are driving by in their car, just call the number on the sign. Right. And the, my representative would be glad to talk to you about the name the and house. the number and the email address <laughs> is sitting right there on the sign. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And we hear a lot of times from our clients say things like, you know, my neighbor said they've got a nephew who'd love to buy my house or my neighbor down the road came through my house and they really said they want to buy it. Nine times out of 10, unfortunately, those neighbors, those really well-intentioned neighbors aren't financially equipped to purchase the home or they have to sell their current home before they can purchase yours. And Almost always, those neighbors are really end up to be more tire kickers than they are actual buyers. And the only way that you can suss that out is by having a conversation with them about their financing and how ready, willing, and able they are to buy your home. And that's something that a real estate agent can do for you so that you can stay friends with your neighbor. And of course, we're talking about the well-intentioned folks that are trying to get a good deal. <laughs> there are, when you're When a for sale sign goes up and your house is all over the internet, you become a little bit more exposed to people that A, want to scam you or do some real harm. So never let somebody into your home unless they are uh, approved by the front desk of your listing agent. Never allow them into your home unless they have an approved uh, appointment. Um, that you have been made aware of by the front desk of the listing company, either by electronic uh, email or text or a phone call. It's very, very important because you do set yourself up for some exposure, right? When yeah. that happens, that's kind and of what a scary And what we tell our clients when they're getting ready to get their home on the market is if financially they can make it swing to move into mm. their new place first. Sure. Because then you'll avoid all of those curious tire kickers that just come up and knock on your door and want to come in and look. But the other thing that you don't have to worry about is 
anything in your home that has personally identifiable information, your social security number, your account numbers, your expensive jewelry that you received from your grandmother, and believe it or not, prescription medication, believe it or not. So if we can get you to move first, we take a lot of the headache out of selling your home. And we also take a lot of the exposure and security risk away. The specialty that we have focused on of working with older adults, our goal is to make this process as easy and as stress-free as possible, while at the same time maximizing the amount of money that we can get for our clients. All of these things that we've talked about, these instant offers and filling out internet forms and getting five or ten calls because you filled out a form on the internet, answering postcards that you receive in the mail, all of the promises that you hear from these iBuyers or instant offers or cash offers or guaranteed offers All of those promises that are made on those postcards, you can get the same kind of service and same kind of convenience as working with a real estate agent who works with seniors on a regular basis and still have representation and have somebody in your corner looking out for you. That's the message I'm hoping that you'll hear today. Awesome. Thank you so much for giving us all this information. That was a good first episode. Well, thanks, Marshall. I sure appreciate you being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. If you have a question or comment that you'd like included in an upcoming podcast, please call us at 612-352-9177. That's 612-352-9177. Just let us know on your message that you're calling about this show, and we may use your recorded message in a future podcast. So they can call you with questions about maybe some senior uh, options or seniors selling their home, and you could talk about that on a future show. I would love nothing more. That would be be fun to get ideas for the show from you directly. Sounds cool. And please hit subscribe on whatever podcast source you find us on and rate and review our show as we're always looking to hear from you. Thanks for joining us. This has been Change Agents brought to you by Lisa Dunn with Remax Results. Lisa is a senior real estate specialist. You can find her online at thechangeagent.net. This podcast was produced by Minnesota Podcasting and recorded in their St. Paul studios. And they can be found online at mnpodcasting.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the individual participants and may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of REMAX results or Minnesota Podcasting. 